When we first thought of starting The Lost Chill, we knew we needed to find an easy-to-use platform to get our podcast out to you. When we found Anchor, we knew it was exactly what we had been looking for. Not only does it make recording and editing a breeze, but my favorite part is that Anchor distributes your podcast for you to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and many more, which saves us so much time. And my favorite part? The fact that Anchor is completely free. It keeps getting better too. Not only do you not need to pay at all for a full one-stop podcast creating platform, but you can also get paid from your podcast with no minimum amount of listeners. It's so simple. Create and edit your podcast directly on your phone using the free app, or you can also use your computer or tablet as well. There's no expensive equipment necessary to get your podcast off the ground. We truly believe you will love Anchor as much as we do. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started on your own podcast today. You're listening to the Lost Chill Podcast with Katie and Kimmy. For years now, I have had the pleasure of listening to the wit, banter, and pure joy from these two, and now I invite you to share in the delight of listening to them discuss the books they're currently reading. Whether you are a fellow dedicated bibliophile or simply wish you had more time to read, you will love hearing the insight and discussions around the stories they dive into. So grab a cup of coffee or pour a glass of wine and let's jump on in. Katie and Kimmy, take it away. Hello, hello, and welcome to the Lost Chill Podcast. I am Katie, and I am hanging out with my friend Kimmy today, um, and we are so excited to finally be doing this together and to get to know you guys, and we just kind of wanted to introduce ourselves right now, so before we start talking about all of the fantastic books that we're going to discuss here in the coming weeks, uh, we thought that we would just pop in say hello and kind of give you a glimpse into what we're like and what to expect on the show. So one of the first things you may be wondering about is the lost chill. What? What is that? Who has chill? Not us. Not us. Because we've lost it. Um, that is literally the point. Um, you know, we thought of this podcast in like one day and we got so amped so quickly. It was like, let's go. We need this right now. We about died waiting for our equipment to a show every day. And we were just pumped from day one. And basically, like, that's all we could talk about was how we had no chill. Literally none because it was lost. Because we were just too excited. And, you know, we kind of just were like, you know what? Let's just go with that. That means something to us. So let's keep it up. Yep. So there are... There are three of us. Uh, One of us will not really be making too much of an appearance on uh, the show, but there's three of us who are best friends, and uh, it's me, Kimmy, and Lindsay. Um, So you'll hear us talking about her quite a bit. Um, She is also making some cool t-shirts for us, uh, which we'll be showcasing on our socials, uh, Instagram at The Lost Chill. And, uh, we'll, we'll show it on there. We're not going to start selling it right away, but, um, if you are interested, let us know. We'll probably hook it up. Um, so you'll often hear us talking about Lindsay. The three of us all used to work together, uh, many, many moons ago. 
and we became besties and try to see each other as much as we can, even though we don't work together anymore. And we're all busy with our plethora of children, our gaggle. Yep. So I guess the other thing about us is there's a lot, a lot of children between even just Katie and I. We have everywhere from down to almost high Stop school <laughs> to infancy. Lindsay just adds more to the mix. One time I was standing there watching our stuff and this guy was <laughs> like, oh, look, it's the stroller section. Like, no, this is just us. This is, but... this is just our group. <laughs> yeah, but, uh... I could see how you would think it was an entire section. <laughs> yeah, because there was a lot of strollers. <laughs> <Thank you. laughs> You're welcome. I thought that I would just explain that. In case I didn't. In case it didn't. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So if you can't tell by now, Kimmy and I'd love to laugh. Um, so we're going to interject a little bit of humor into our uh, book discussions. We both have grown up loving to read. Uh, one year, uh, my friend over here, Kimmy, read 100 books in a year. Oh, yes. Which is absolutely absurd. And I can't believe that she did it. But she did. I'm sure that there's people out there who maybe read 365 books. And that is amazing. Wow. I wish I could. I definitely can't. I've read a book in a day, but... It, yeah. It's also, like, sometimes you need to digest books. And, Absolutely. And grieve a little bit. Sometimes. Yeah. So, so Katie, what are your top three favorite books? Uh, well, first I'm going to start off by telling all of our new listeners out there, Kimmy and I have very different tastes in books. But we come together for this podcast, and we are going to read the same book every week and talk about it. That being said, my list is going to be very different from your list. (laughs) (laughs) So my three favorite books, first one, my very, very favorite book, and two of these are by the same author. So my absolute all-time favorite book is Everything is Eventual by Stephen King, and that is a compilation of his short stories. Tell a little bit of a side story on that one. I was on maternity leave with my youngest and it was middle of the day. It was just the two of us home. He was sleeping and I was reading uh, Everything is Eventual and (laughs) there was one story in there that scared the absolute shit out of me to where I had to close it and turn on the TV and make as much noise as possible to not be scared anymore it was almost like joey from friends we like a lot of friends references uh throwing the shining in the freezer yeah and (laughs) that's one of my favorite things and it totally reminds me of that because um i was just scared out of my brain so Is that your favorite because you like being scared out of your brains or because you like having something in common with Mr. Tribbiani? I would say both. Okay. Okay. You know, Um, but no, I, Stephen King is an excellent storyteller and I don't get scared very often because I read thrillers and horror genre so much that it takes a lot to scare the pants off me. And that one, that one definitely did. Um, Second book is also by Mr. King, uh, 112263. And I made Kimmy read this you a did. few years ago. Oh, I actually really, really liked it. Yep. Um, 
funny story to make parallels in our lives, but not. Mm-hmm. But so I read eleven twenty two sixty three, mm-hmm. which was great. But then a few years later, I found myself on maternity leave. Oh! And I was my youngest. Weird. And I watched eleven twenty two sixty three on Hulu. Yeah. And. It's. I don't think it's like one of his horrors for sure. I don't no, know how definitely things get not. No. described. But that like there were times when it was like creepy enough, and there was enough buildup that as I was in the middle of the night, is mm-hmm. also my difference <laughs> with my newborn. Yeah, I got like a little creepy crawlies like. Yeah. Like, yeah, it yeah. definitely gives you that. Um, Eleven twenty two sixty three on Hulu. <sighs> couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. I tried multiple times, but it was just. So in line with the book, I felt like it was. I wish I hadn't. Do you want to know I why? Can't explain why? Because it completely ruined George from Grey's for me. I didn't realize he was ruined in that. Ruined him. Uh, you know that chick's wife. I, what's her name? Do you remember which chick? The one he falls in love with. Oh no, it's been so long. I don't remember her name. Sorry that we didn't do our research so first. So sorry, we kind of went off but, on a tangent. Anyways, um, so she. Before, like, when they're falling in love, she went and divorced a guy, which she tried to yes, keep hush Yes, 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 yes. And then eventually her ex-husband comes back and, like, holds her hostage. And do you remember that? Yes. And so he is her ex. And he is just so creepy. Like, you know, the creepy, happy psycho. He's like, ha yeah, I'm going to kill you. That was him. And so now when George shows oh. back up on Grey's, I just get the heebie-jeebies. Well, maybe I need to watch it just to see Whoa. George in a different light. Um... Sadie Dunhill? Sadie. Yes. Yes. That's who. Sadie. And it's her ex. That's interesting. Um, Because it kind of uh, ruined Josh uh, Duhamel? Duhamel? (laughs) Duhamel? I thought it was like Duhamel. (laughs) Whatever his name is. I used to love uh, the show Las Vegas. So I watched him a lot in that. And he was just such a jerk in that. Uh, I hate when that happens. Yeah. It I mean, is he's funny. a jerk in 112263. No, no, no. That's what I mean. Oh. In 112263, he was such a jerk oh. and I liked him in, in Vegas. Oh. oh yeah. Oh. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm caught up. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, that was fun. We're all on the same page now. What's anyway, your third favorite third book? Third <laughs> favorite book is a classic uh, Harper Lee's To Kill a Mockingbird. Really? However, I absolutely hated Ghost Set of Watchmen. Did you ever read them back to back? No, I did not read them back to back. Because you know, uh, shit and Ghost Out of Watchmen is literally cut and paste from. That's what I've heard. Yeah. And I absolutely loved To Kill a Mockingbird when I was younger. That's so good. Um, and I love the movie. Gregory Peck in it. Fantastic. I don't think I've ever watched the movie except unless I was forced in English class. That's where I was forced to watch it and oh. I fell in love with it. So I was just like, oh, this is all just good all around. But the book, absolutely fantastic. It's a very uncomfortable book, which it is. I, you know, and you get mad at a lot of parts because you're like that shouldn't be happening. But it's very interesting. One of my favorites. All right. Definitely up there. That's a good one. Yeah. What about you? So I pick, having me pick anything. Yeah. Favorites. It's hard to do a lot, so I kind of tried to round myself out mm-hmm. to, so everyone could see the spectrum of what I like. Sure. So, my first that I read recently was Beneath a Scarlet Sky by Mark Sullivan. Okay. I know nothing about that book. It is based on a true story of an Italian Pino 
during World War II. Okay. And, like, you know, my main favorite genre is historical right. fiction, and right. it's just, you know, that same thing where you take so much fact and history and you know this person's actual life, and then, you know, fill in the narratives and the thoughts and stuff to make it a rounded-out story. Mm-hmm. But it was just so good and, like, made me cry and was raw. But oh. <laughs> Which is not hard to do. That's right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to just throw that out there. I love you. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> I think one of the things that I love about that book mm-hmm. and that I also love about most historical fiction is that you really see how actually fucking awful and terrible humanity can be. Sure. But every single time there is still love, there is still mm-hmm. hope, there's still people fighting, there's still people doing the decent thing. Yeah. Even if it means risking their life. And I think... You do see a lot of that in the historical fiction Yeah, books. and so while it is hard to see the actual worst that humanity can be, I feel like it also brings out the best and, you know, just knowing that that never gets lost no matter how bad things get. Yeah. So you said that that's one of the most recent books that you've read. So would you say that that's your all-time favorite book or how would you rank that? I know it's hard for you, but (laughs) what would you say? It was my favorite book I read last year. Oh, okay. Okay. Of overall list, I would say probably... Or at least top five. Okay. Um, I also love The Nightingale. Mm-hmm. I just recently um, read that. Yeah, I haven't read it for five years, and mm-hmm. I know that was one of my all-time favorites, okay. so I'll have to revisit it, but yeah. Beneath the Scarlet Sky was fresher on my mind, so I went with that one instead. The, the Nightingale, though, is exactly what you're talking about, how there's all this just shit falling all, all around them. It's just piles of war and yeah. just, just death and just absolute terrible things, but yet you still have people doing the right thing. Right. And and loving each other. And there is an ultimate love story in that. Right. So then my question to you is, um, do you feel, because you're so, um, your favorite genre is historical fiction, do you feel like there's this sort of movement in the, the um, genre to create sort of uh, romances that are, really absurd and that it's becoming more of romance in historical uh fiction as opposed to the actual historical fiction i don't think so because i don't think love is ever lost and i think that's one of the really incredible things not one of my favorite books by any means but another book that i found very interesting Uh was committed by elizabeth gilbert okay And that was basically, you know, eat, pray, love. That's all about her Mm -hmm. divorce. Committed is, you know, she's about to, she's in a a decent relationship and she has to get married, which she never wanted to do again. Mm -hmm. And so it's kind of her exploring marriage and figuring out why people get married, if it's worth it to do again, and blah, blah, blah. And what she found out is that anywhere and everywhere, places with laws like us or just customs and tribes and, you know, just various different places... Um, people always wanted to love and mm-hmm. always wanted to get married. And lots of times governments would even try to stifle it. Parents try to stifle it. They try to arrange it and do it themselves. But people always sneak away, do their own things. And I don't think there's ever a time when someone is not falling in love. Just in a thing. Like nothing in the world is ever so terrible that romance stops. People that's, may hide it better or miss it, but that's... That's pretty poignant. Uh, yeah thing of humanity and I think just happens absolutely okay so your next favorite book all right so a short one mm-hmm. um Mitch album for one more day okay and that is you know kind of the typical 
life falling apart, commit suicide thing. But the twist in this one is, you know, one of the people he's missed is his mom. And he, you know, attempts to commit suicide. And then he suddenly goes to his childhood home and his mom's there. And it, hmm. it is just so incredible. It's super short. You, that is one book you can read in half a day. Okay. But it, I'm going to have to check that out. He basically just, like, it goes through parent relationships and the mm-hmm. things that shape us and the parts of our parents we never see. And Interesting. It's just so good. And Okay. Yeah. I yeah, I'm, really I'm definitely, it. that sounds like something I want to check out. Yeah. I'll let you borrow it. Okay. I have it upstairs. Okay. And then finally, just to kind of round out my other interest, is The Night Circus by Aaron Morgenstern. And that book is just so incredible. It's hard to describe, and it's also been five years since I read that one. <laughs> I've read lots of good books five years ago, which coincidentally was when I read 100. Oh, that's so weird. So weird. Um, but The Night Circus is like these two magicians are kind of like mentally sparring and they're bringing up these protégés and basically creating this circus that just keeps having all these new things appear Mm -hmm. that are just so mind-blowing and Mm -hmm. it's like you know just traveling like circuses do but then there's always these new tents and exhibits and it's kind of them seeing who can be better and create the better protege and it's just so incredible that's definitely been on my list to read for uh, a long time i need to reread it again yeah maybe we could do that one. yeah that'd be good so like i don't know beautiful and like truly magical mm-hmm. you just, kind of feel like you're there yeah and it is you know there's you know tension and love mm-hmm. story and all the good things oh, mm-hmm. it's so good okay i had to check that one out too yeah so um basically that covers a few of my favorite genres <laughs> of historical fiction fantasy so what are some of your favorite genres uh definitely horror mr king is my all-time favorite author i've uh, I will read anything that he writes. I just love everything that he does. He's such a, and he's not just a horror writer. He is thriller. I mean, he wrote The Green Mile. Um, so I, there's so many different things that he And it can never do. gets tiresome or like they're all starting to blend together no, and sound the same. No, um, There's the Mr. Mercedes series, which I truly enjoy as well, um, which is about, uh, detective, mm-hmm. so it's completely not scary at all. But there's really graphic things in there, um, that make you uncomfortable, and that seems to be my theme is being uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> it's interesting so... because, like, I think of how much you love horror, uh huh, and I cannot handle horror. Right. I will not do it. I don't like to be scared, and yeah. I, I like to pretend it's because I have such a great imagination. Yeah. But that shit like stays with me. Yeah, like even, after, even after it's in the freezer, I can't get over it. And not just for like the next 20 minutes, like years, I will suddenly be like, remember that one time? Right. Like, well, and no. I mean, that's how I feel about everything's eventual. Like that story is obviously stuck with me for five years now. <laughs> yeah. And I still, even just thinking about it, I'm like, oh, nope. that, that was sound really fun to me. anxious. Like, but you know what does sound fun to me? What? Crying? crying? Yeah. Like, <laughs> I'm like, oh, yes, the no, although I will say a man called Ove, or Oove, I think that's how you say it, Oove. Uh, <laughs> uh, that one, I've cried at books before. Yeah. I've cried. But I sobbed. 
with with that one. That one got me in my feels, but I felt so good after. It is. It's cathartic. It is. If but, you're in the mood for that. And I can always be. It's you fine. always but, can be. I like, can. See, I like my heart to ache. You like your heart to stop. Yeah. Which is weird. I also thought that I am more of the adrenaline drunkie and the fact of like drops and heights and thrill rides and all those things. You, you don't absolutely like are. You get your but, thrills and books. No. Yes. I don't. Yes, because it's not real. And I'm not going to die on the roller coaster. You're not going to die at New on York, New York. And if you are, I will get such a big settlement from them. And you'll be laughing the entire time while I I'm... mean, I'll be like, thanks, Katie. Yeah, thanks, whatever. Um, so, horror, thriller. Okay. Um, love thrillers. Uh, biographies. Uh, I just read Colin Jost's new book, uh, Very Punchable Face. I read that in about a day. That was pretty good. His mom worked for uh, New York's fire department, ND, mm. NYFD. Bad at spelling. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> the New York Fire Department. Um, and he has a great story in that book about um, his mom on 9-11. She was pretty awesome. Um, do you know who Colin Jost is? No. He is on Saturday Night Live on Weekend Update. He just married my lady crush, Scarlett Johansson. Scarlett? Scarjo. She's my lady crush. Um, so, Mine's Blake Lively, if anyone was wondering. Well, that doesn't surprise me at all. What's that show? Gossip? Yeah, yeah. that one. You love that I show. I probably fell in love with her during The Sister of the Traveling Pants, honestly. Oh, that's... I, yeah. I, I always love forget those she's books. Like, I'll, I reread them, like, periodically. Yeah. Just books from my youth, because they're just, like, a warm, yeah. cozy, cozy cardigan. <laughs> What happened? <laughs> I see what she did there. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, basically, though, I will read anything as long as it isn't too nerdy. That's a shout out to my husband. Um, so, you're saying he won't read books he suggests? God, no. Oh. I love you. My husband always <laughs> is trying to push things on me, too. I also don't read them either. He knows not to push things on me because I Mine's won't still read it. so hopeful. And every yeah. now and then they're good, but they just... But he reads a lot of nonfiction. Yeah, like, and that's not my jam. Uh, he pushed a book on my husband, and he ended up liking it. I my was, husband did? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. What book? I don't remember. Oh. I was some war book, and I don't pay attention to hmm. that. I don't... That's not my jam at all. Yeah. I mean, he's done some good ones. Like, he made me read Roots, which was super, super good. Roots. Yeah. Rocket Boys. Is it called Rocket Boys? Or is it the movie title change? But whatever book was based on that movie. I'm not even familiar with that. that. But then there's other ones. Like, sometimes it's like stuff like finances. Well, (coughs) and I don't even feel like Roots is... Roots is good, but... Yeah. Roots Roots is fictional, but... No. Roots is not fictional. I thought it was fictional and... It's like his family history. Is it really? Yeah. I did not know that. Yeah, blew my I mind. Didn't That makes it even because better. I, at first, I hated it because I was like, what the hell? I keep getting attached to these characters and then they just disappear forever. And it's but because that's how it was. the family history, they didn't ever get to see them or yeah. know what happened. That sucks. I know. But it was really good yeah. overall. Just yeah. broke my heart a little bit. Yeah. But you love that. I do, so it works out. Yeah, it's fine. Um... I do not like romance. I will never read Fifty Shades of Grey. I read that. Never. I I could have enjoyed it if it was better, better writing. writing. Sorry, lady, but yeah, and I don't I don't mind things. Sometimes I can like 
read stuff I don't like and get over it. So sure, I can. I just read that book Parakeet. It was yeah. freaking terrible. And I read it, but I, I don't know. Sometimes the, books just don't do it for you, and they do it for other yeah. people. Yeah. I don't think I've ever even tried to read straight up romance, although I guess I have read Fifty Shades of Grey. Fifty Shades of Grey. But, but most of my books cover love, but that's not their main theme. Well, I guess it's not even like the love. It's more of the lust. More of the... I don't want to... You don't like to read your porn? No, I don't. (laughs) (laughs) All right. All right. And it's just... It's just not something that I'm into, that I'm interested in. Typically, I find that kind of writing extremely cheesy. Yeah. And so it's a complete and total no for me. Yeah. yeah. I'm good Very cheesy. The covers are cheesy as fuck. So... Sorry, any romance lovers out there, uh, not gonna do it for me. I don't hate any that much. Like, what I like anything that's well written. Yeah, we'll sure. say that, and it could be in like so many categories. But yeah. there are some books I get really excited for. I don't want to bash all the books on here. Yeah, no, no. But then I read them, and it's just like meh, meh, meh. Yeah. there was one that was popular. I think like Unbroken or something. They even made it a movie, and it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's one that like I just. Get it's into. a good story, but yeah. it's not well written. Yeah. And so, like, while the story's great, like, you just need... I couldn't read it. Yeah. Because there's just it. too much, like, this is what happened. And then there were sharks in the water, and they swam away. I don't like that. I yeah, don't so like that's that. hard. But otherwise, I like historical fiction, obviously. Yeah. Fantasy, I've touched on. Um, young adult, even, because I'm a nerd. Sometimes yeah. it's for nostalgia. Sometimes it will be fresh. Like, one of the... And sometimes it combines the things. One of my recent favorites, recent for me, was I started all the Percy Jackson books. Mm-hmm. Loved those. Those are so good. Yeah. Avi Harry Potter. Yeah, yeah. It, that's it gives me Harry Potter vibes. I've never really, I think maybe I've read the first one, but um, yeah. yeah. And I love like all the dystopian weird things. Not enough to like read over and over again and get attached, but yeah. I like the Hunger Games. I like yeah, I like those, except for when they get too similar to other books or series. And I'm yeah, they can off. kind of all start blending together and seeming the same. Yeah, but you know, every few years, I like to sure. read the popular ones. Yeah, and get in. Uh, I like chiclet sometimes, not all the time, but sometimes you do just need an easy read. Yeah, palate cleanser. I love mm-hmm. them sometimes. Mm-hmm. I like memoirs. Um, love memoirs for the most part, and again, those are like just how things are written. Mm-hmm. Usually it's just interesting to know, you know, how people's lives are, things like that connection mm-hmm. thing. and um, Especially the people that are so out of reach from what your normal life is. Yeah. Like a celebrity, for instance, like, or a politician, or just somebody who has a completely different life than you do. Yeah. Absolutely. It's, I mean, it's great on both, th- like, realms of completely different than you, or when it is pretty similar to yours, you know. You can relate. Relate and yeah. feel that connection, which is great. So, yeah, I just love memoirs. Um, mm-hmm. I feel like you had mentioned, maybe, or I just know because I've met you, <laughs> that you don't like nonfiction war books. And No, I don't. Is that just books about war? Because I don't necessarily like nonfiction war books myself, but I like memoirs. Like yeah. Lone Survivor, American Sniper. Those are phenomenal books. Not my cup of tea. All right. Um, I like reading the historical fiction about it yeah because it's, I, I don't know what the difference is i feel a lot of times that those books about wars and whatnot read like textbooks yeah and i already went to school so i don't want to continue that 
I don't know. We like to be engaged and like, yeah, I think, you know, much as we both love books, what we love is stories mm-hmm. and how the stories told matters to us. Yeah. And I, I, so I, I, I like to go to books as an escape. Yeah. So if it's too real and it's not a biography or a memoir or something, then it's too real to me, if that makes sense. Mm. You know what I mean? And I'm just trying to escape the normal life. It's very seven of you. Yes, it is. I don't mind, like, if it's sad or, like, but if it's... You can't can't graze over the seven comment. (laughs) Uh, If you're not familiar with with what Kimmy is talking about, uh, we're talking about Enneagrams. And uh, we enjoy using Enneagrams to explain little quirks about our personalities because it's fun. It is fun. It is. I'm a total seven. That means that I am... The optimist of the group, and that is completely true. <laughs> I'm always looking on the bright side of things, so. Yes, and my four part, that's the part of me that loves all the feelings mm-hmm. and all the pretty things and all the magical. Mm-hmm. I just like to soak up the nostalgia, like, oh, yeah. yes. And it's funny because sevens don't like to deal with feelings. At all. Yeah, Not at fine. all. So but I'm also an eight, which is the opposite of four, and that's my very direct and <laughs> just straightforward and control and mm-hmm. structure and... Mm-hmm. All these things. Lots of great qualities, too. It sounds bad, but it's kind of super badass. No. Yeah. Yeah. It's good. It's just intense. Yeah. But that's why I love Easily you. Easily be misunderstood, yeah. but they're very opposite, but they they're are. both so fully me. It's They strange. are. <laughs> so, so now you know a little bit about what we're into, our interests, mm-hmm. and all that. So we'd like to tell you now what to expect. Um, so now you know a little bit about us, the books we like, the genres we like. Our personalities a little bit kind of came through, maybe. Hopefully. So now what to expect from our episodes uh, going forward, because they will not be like this. A little bit more structure. Um, Not much. A little because of my eight. Okay, sorry. I just got the death look. Um, But basically, we're each going to read a book, and then we're going to talk about a book. The same book. Yes, we are each going to read the same book, and then we'll discuss the same book. And we hope that you read the book... With Bef- us. With us, before you listen to the podcast, because there's going to be a plethora of spoiler alerts. We so, don't hold anything back on this nope. podcast. Nope. So, if you're interested in all in reading the book, don't listen to the podcast before you read the book. Cause or there's... you can if you don't mind spoilers. I mean, some people are into that. I will never forget that um, we were watching the Lego movie. For the first time and my oldest had already seen it and she whispers over to me right as the big okay first of all this is a book podcast and you have a much better story than that so why don't you tell them about our former co-worker karen who's not actually karen we had a co-worker named karen oh. it's not her about the other one yes, yes, yes so katie was a little bit of a literary late bloomer and so she did not read harry potter until adulthood well i also have a problem where i cannot read a series until one, two, three, it's all four. done no 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 oh. not even that i need to cleanse my palate i know i am completely oh. on my own here Weird. probably i am an outlier but i will read one book in a series and move on to something else and then go back. So that's what I've been doing my entire life. And that's why it took me so long to get to Harry Potter. But anyway, okay, okay. I was reading Harry Potter mm-hmm. and uh, our supervisor at the time saw that I was reading Harry Potter, thought that I was reading it 
for the first time. No. And if you... She didn't or the second was, time. Yeah. I'm sorry. The she second time. You were rereading she, it. She thought I was rereading it. So then, if there's anybody who has not read the Harry Potter series out Shame there right now... Shame on you. Just turn us off and go pick it up and then come back when you're done. But don't listen to this next part. But my supervisor... <laughs> Supervisor comes up to me and goes, quick, who killed Dumbledore? And I was like, Dumbledore dies? <laughs> no, but no, I didn't, I went like 10 years without knowing that and you just ruined it for yes, me. Uh, and it was the book I was reading. The actual worst. The actual worst. And I did forget about that story until you just reminded me of it. And that was heartbreaking. That was a sad day so, in literary history. If spoilers would break your heart. Read the books with us so you can be caught yep. up. Um, we don't want to hold anything back. We want to be authentic. Yeah. So um, if you're not sure to read a book, if you want to read a book and, and you you're listening have... to us, that's fine. It'll be great because we are hilarious. And maybe give it a month or two yeah. and read it after. Maybe you forget the spoiler. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> and you don't, don't feel obligated to read the book with us. Um, if it's not something that you're interested in, just have a listen because, uh, I feel like we could be entertaining sometimes. And we're very insightful. Very insightful. More her than me, but we're very insightful. <laughs> so, yeah. And also we're definitely going to let you know what we're up to, what we're reading, what's next on the podcast on our episodes, but also on social media. So check mm-hmm. us out there. Facebook, The Lost Chill, Instagram, The Lost Chill, and Twitter, The Lost Chill One. I don't know why Twitter put a one at the end of it, but if you're the lost chill on Twitter, can we have your handle? <laughs> Just shameless, shameless plug. Please. 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 So you will find us on social media quite frequently. Feel free to say hello. Please do. Send us some messages. Us. We want to we wanna talk to you about books or just about life in general because, you know, we're all trying to get by. Um Last thing I want to say, I don't know if it's the last thing, but what I want to say is um, this is an adult program. It is made by adults for adults, and we're going to drop some F-bombs. We already have. So if you can't deal with that, that sucks, but that's just who we are, and we, have we don't want to censor ourselves. We have label like we are fucking folklore or something. Yeah, or like Eminem, Kim Shady. No, Kim we're not. We're not ready to bring Kim Shady out <laughs> oh, yet. Okay, that, that's for the lost yes. chill after dark. So I mean, it will be mostly profanity because if you didn't hear Katie earlier saying how she doesn't like the romance novels, so we won't be getting into those kind of things. Probably we mm-hmm. might make some sex jokes because those are funny. Yeah, they're funny. Poop jokes. But but we're not going to censor ourselves. We have come into this podcast wanting to be our most authentic selves. Um, and just talk about books and I use fuck as a comma. So fucking deal with it or move on. That's all I have to say. Is that too mean? <laughs> we might edit that out or leave it in because I'm a gangster. <laughs> it's okay, man. We are new to this. We're fresh little babies. We'll yeah, we are fresh little babies and I can't wait to listen to this goes, like um, two years from now. Gosh. And it's... we're going to be like, what the fuck were we doing? <laughs> Yeah, and we'll be like, oh man, it was a wonder we got as many followers as we did as we quit our day jobs. It's Don't crazy. forget to follow us. On social media, not in real life, please. Oh yeah, please don't follow us in real life. That's Don't do that. Don't do not do that. That's rude. Um. Oh, another fun thing. Are we going to share our ratings on the podcast? Our what? Our ratings. Ratings. Oh, our ratings. Yes. Okay. So Yeah, I think we should because it's an important... 
So Art. I'd like to know, all you listeners out there, how you rate books you read. Because it's just weird. Sometimes... I feel you, like sometimes you rate too fresh and you're on a little bit of a bookend high. Yeah. And so I feel like fives are really common. And so they this, are. this year I was looking back on the books I've read and I was like, why do I have so many with five stars that like thinking back, I now don't like that much. Mm-hmm. And it was kind of just a habit and I liked how it ended or something and I was giving it five. So I was like, you know what? I can't just do it all willy nilly. Right. I need to have structure. Right. And Miss reasoning. Eight. Yeah. So what? Uh, what I found, we're very active on Goodreads. Um, you can also give us a follow on there as well. Um, but what I found on Goodreads is that most people who just finish a book, because they finished it, mark it as a five. Like the five stars are for themselves and, and not the book. Exactly. <laughs> like, yes, I finished a book. Did it. Did it. Check that off. But I don't really feel like it necessarily reflects on the actual content of the book. So... If you're out there and you're a five giver for just finishing the book, I just ask that you please reevaluate your rating yeah, system. Yeah, it could skew everything. Because I I'm I like to go off of the average rating on Goodreads yeah. to see if I'm going to like it. Because if it's above a four, typically I like it. But if yeah. it's all skewed because you finished it, then I'm not going to like it. Yeah, so that's rude. So basically, we now have our stars all assigned to a specific meeting. And we're going to use that here. And so five stars, that means all-time favorite. That all-time is favorite. the ones we've mentioned here. Mm-hmm. That is whatever she mentioned. <laughs> the, <laughs> the Night Circus and Beneath the Scarlet Anything Sky. Stephen King. Yeah, so, so those. All those. Um, but then, you know, sometimes books aren't your all-time favorite, but you like to revisit them. Those ones get fours. Books, I never revisit a book, but I'll still get fours. I don't do okay. that. I don't Weird. do that. I don't but, do that. But, but sometimes... But there's potential that I would reread it if forced. It's like forced. seeing an old friend. Okay. No, it's a waste but of time. So, some, they're like the old friends book that you want to revisit. Like Hogwarts will always be there welcome you home. Only around Christmas time because they're Christmas books. That is false. Okay. But uh, I don't read, reread Harry Potter forever. But anyways... And Harry Potter is not a four, but that was just an example because of the quote. Harry Potter is a five. Five, for sure. But anyways, so four equals revisit for me, and it just means not quite a three, not quite a five. Caitlin, I guess. Katie, that good one girl. <laughs> anyways. And then a three is what I give most of my books now. Yeah, that is, I do too. We liked it. We would recommend, but we're not going to reread it. Mm-hmm. We're not going to love it. Yep. Three is, is, yeah, that was satisfying. Good. Yeah. Yeah. Good it book. Was, it was a good book. But Moving I'm not going to stand from the rooftops and say, read this book. I'm going to tell some friends. Yeah. Hey, you should check this out. Yeah. So most books do fall into that category. And that's a solid category, solid company to be in. Yeah. It Nothing wrong with a that. three. Three is three is solid work. Yep. And two, two is a, I read it, finish it. I don't recommend it. That, no. Do not, there are so many other quality options out there. Not this one. No. One, I will not even finish this nope. book. No. Well, I've given ones to books I've finished. Yeah, but... I've given ones to books I finished and regretted finishing. Right. And you're like, why did I just waste my time yeah. on that? Yeah, so books, I mean, probably shouldn't have finished. That's right. how bad they were. Okay. They never yeah. redeemed themselves. Yeah, they didn't. Because there's a lot of times where I'm like, God, this book sucks, but I'm going to finish reading it to see if it redeems itself at the end. And sometimes I'm rewarded, and other times no. I am not. Yeah. So that's our rating system. Let us know what you think of that. If you have any qualms about how people rate books, how you rate books, if you do it all willy-nilly or 
your mind changes system. later. Yeah, because I am curious because I needed a system. Life yeah. is rough. Yeah, no, I like I like what we've developed there. Um, and Kimmy even went back and changed all of her previously read uh, fives and fours on Goodreads. That's also very eight of me because things all must be consistent in yes. order. Yes, but she inspired me to do so as well. So <laughs> yes. I did that too. I'm an inspiration. Um, another fantastically fun thing that we're going to be doing is called hashtag mug Mondays. TLC mug oh, Mondays. excuse me. TLC mug Mondays. I yes. apologize. Because we are the lost chill. The lost chill. TLC mug Mondays. So we want to see your favorite mugs. Um, there is a huge mug debate amongst our friend group. It started with my husband. It's a debate? It's not a debate. Is it husbands versus wives? Husbands versus wives. Okay. Yes. yes. So all of uh, three of our husbands, they have gotten behind my husband, oh, who that guy. has imposed an embargo on our household where I have to get rid of one mug for every mug that comes in the house. But he did buy me a mug for Christmas this year. Did he year. make you throw one away? No, he didn't. That's love. But he has made the other husbands in our friend groups, in our friend group, get behind on this. And now they have also imposed embargoes in their households. And this is just... Mugs are so perfect, they though. Are. They're so cozy. And we and love cute. coffee. And... So that's the thing. So we love mugs. Yes. So Mug Mondays. And sorry, husbands, but we're going to buy more because it's a hashtag and we need fresh content. <laughs> we need fresh content. <laughs> I was actually thinking where I could store all the new mugs that I plan on purchasing. I hope that your blueprints. my mister is not listening to this right now. Oh. Don't listen. I guess this is a test now. I guess it is. Oh, <laughs> I like it. All right. Yeah, so uh, hashtag Mug Mondays. Um, we're going to do our best to share with you as much as we can on social media. Um, we're going to show you our pups. Because besides books and coffee, we're obsessed with our dogs. So um, Jackson and Wrigley will be making lots of appearances on all of our socials. Um, So be sure to like them because who doesn't like a book and a puppy? Because they're good boys. They are the best boys. (laughs) I love them. Yeah, they're so good. Jackson was in here with us earlier, but... Witnessing history. Witnessing history today. But we did kick him out because he's a noisy boy. (laughs) (laughs) He was barking earlier. You may have heard him, but hopefully not. Possibly. Yeah. He likes to talk. He wanted to have his own podcast, too. A podcast? Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Nerd. (laughs) Yeah. So, I feel like that pretty much covers an intro to The Lost Chill. You know us. And we hope to know you guys soon. We thank you so much for listening to this. Um, We have so much that we want to do with this podcast, and we hope that you stick around. Hit subscribe on whatever podcast app you're listening to, or visit us at anchor.fm backslash lostchill. You can listen to all of our podcasts directly through there. Um, So if you have any questions for us, any I have a suggestion? Yes, yes, you, you over there. Um, so I hear your podcast is coming out. What books should I read? <gasps> so that, that is I a fantastic question. Well, 
let me share that with you. The first episode um, is going to drop on February 2nd, 2021, 6 a.m. in the morning, Mountain Standard Time. It's going to be about the Midnight Library by Matt Haig. All shows will be released at 6 a.m. Mountain Standard Time every Tuesday. Every Tuesday you can every hang out Every Tuesday. Us. So mark your calendars. So our second episode is going to be about The Secrets We Kept by Laura Prescott. And then I'll give you one more book just to get you started. The third book that we're going to read is The Invisible Life of Addie LaRue by V.E. Schwab. So check out all of those books and come visit us on The Lost Chill. And again, anywhere that you listen to your podcasts, we will be there. And we hope to see you again soon. But for now, bye-bye. Bye. Oh. <laughs>